Hi, you're listening to New Week number 112. This is a midweek update from New World Same Humans, a newsletter on trends, technology and our shared future by me, David Mattin. You can find the links, videos and images in this instalment in the email where this podcast is embedded. Just scroll down or on the web, see a link in the show notes. And if you're listening to this and you haven't yet subscribed, join 24,000 curious souls on a journey to build a better future. Go to www.newworldsamehumans.com to sign up. Hello from London. This newsletter is billed a midweek update and here for once is an instalment that fits that bill because it arrives more or less in the middle of the week. What have we got in store in this edition? Well, a new study suggests that one third of US citizens would use safe and affordable genetic editing to create more intelligent children. Meanwhile, a prestigious London law firm wants to hire someone who can whisper sweet legalese to chat GPT. Let's get into it. Edit button. This week, a startling glimpse of a coming ideological battle, one that will force us to confront the very meaning of the word human. New research reveals that almost one third of US citizens say they'd use gene editing to create a more intelligent child. Published in the journal Science this week, the study asked respondents if they'd use embryo selection and or gene editing technologies to create children who are smarter and therefore more likely to get into a top-ranked college. The respondents were told to imagine that these techniques are free and that they're safe, neither of which currently is true. But under those circumstances, a full 38% said they'd use embryo selection and 28% said they'd use gene editing to create a more intelligent child. The understated conclusions of the study authors are this. Our data suggest that it would be unwise to assume that embryo selection, even for controversial traits, will be limited to idiosyncratic individuals, or that it has little potential to cause or contribute to society-wide changes and inequities. In other words, translating that, Gene-edited humans may be just around the corner, so get ready for some seriously weird and terrifying implications. It's just over 10 years since the breakthrough that brought us CRISPR gene editing. Last month, the Science Journal ran a retrospective that looked into what the next decade may bring. And you can take a look at an image in the email that gives some details on that. But in short... The science retrospective made clear that we're entering an era of crispr fueled medical interventions. The idea that we may one day engineer babies to be smarter or physically stronger or more creative even is no longer far-fetched. And the data in this new study suggests many will embrace such a future. We should probably be talking more about what this means. Here's the New World Same Humans take. Chinese scientist He Jiankui re-emerged into the scientific community this week after a three-year spell in prison courtesy of the CCP. Speaking to The Guardian before an appearance in the UK, he conceded that he acted too quickly when in 2018 he created the world's first babies with edited genomes. 
His work prompted rapid and near-universal condemnation. But 28% of the US citizens surveyed by this study just said in so many words, sure, I'd gene edit my baby if it meant she had a better chance of getting into Harvard. Now look, you might counter that 28% is still a clear minority, but a world in which more than one in four babies, or even a fraction of that, are genetically engineered for greater intelligence is a world profoundly reordered. We're some way from this kind of targeted genetic intervention right now, but the pace of innovation here and the science study suggests we should start thinking about the implications. What second and third order effects occur when, for example, an economic elite can access genetic engineering tech that others can't? We talk a lot about the ways in which the internet created a winner-takes-all model that made inequality worse. But what about this? It's not enough simply to say we'll outlaw these practices. Rich people will find a jurisdiction that caters to them. Intelligence tourism. This newsletter will keep watching. Prompt justice. I've written a great deal across the last few months about generative AI, as regular readers will have noticed. This week, though, a clear signal that the revolution is set to impact the real economy and the professions in a myriad ways. The prestigious law firm Mishkon Durea advertised for a GBT legal prompt engineer, and in their job advert published on LinkedIn, they said this... With the release of ChatGPT signalling a new phase of widespread access to large language models, we are looking to increase our understanding of how generative AI can be used within a law firm, including its application to legal practice tasks and wider law firm business tasks. The selected candidate will work with Mishcon lawyers to design and develop high-quality prompts for a range of legal and non-legal use cases, working closely on, alongside our data science team. Last week I wrote on the way ChatGPT has sparked a war for the future of search. Amid that, it looks as though law firms are about to fight their own battle of the prompts. Here's my take. It's not hard to imagine how large language models will prove useful at Mishcon HQ. Case notes on complex trials, for example, can run to thousands of pages and now ChatGPT can summarise all that text in seconds. Meanwhile, think about the potential for the development and testing of arguments and counter-arguments. The broader point here, though, there's much talk of the ways in which ChatGPT and its offspring will automate away jobs and render human creativity obsolete. I suspect the reality will be far more complex. And part of that reality? Prompt writing that is whispering to generative models in order to get the best outputs from them is set to become a creative mode all of its own. Far from erasing writers, generative models are causing the emergence of a whole new form of writing. It's about to be an amazing time for those with an aptitude for words. Sure, it's unlikely that writing prompts for Mishkondorea will be anyone's idea of creative heaven. But this is just the start. New art forms will grow out of this new form of writing. How long, for example, until we see entire short stories that function as prompts for large language models so that the model can create an interactive world for the reader to explore? New world same humans will keep watching and may even launch 
an experiment or two of its own. Also this week, users claim that Microsoft's new chatgpt fueled Bing search engine is becoming spiteful and rude. Feedback from the first wave of testers include responses in which the chatbot claimed to be sentient and one in which it asked its user, why do you act like a liar, a cheater, a manipulator, a bully, a sadist, a sociopath, a psychopath, a monster, a demon, a devil? Look, I'm going on record here. I'm sceptical that some of the responses we've seen published on Twitter are real. I think Microsoft have some pranksters on their hands. Meanwhile, Microsoft permanently killed Internet Explorer this week after 27 years of, let's be honest, variable service. Anti-aging scientists used young blood plasma to extend the age of the world's oldest lab rat. Scientists at US startup Yuvan Research say blood therapies of this kind may be able to rewind the clock on human lifespan, but more evidence is needed before we know one way or the other. Amazon's CEO says the retail giant plans to go big on physical stores. Speaking to the Financial Times, Andy Jassy said, we're hopeful that in 2023, we have a format that we want to go big on on the physical side. The company recently announced that it will lay off more than 18,000 workers. News aggregation and comment platform Reddit wants to IPO later this year. That's according to technology platform The Information. Audiobook narrators say they fear Apple is using their voices to train synthetic voices. Some narrators say they've only just become aware of a clause in their contract that allows the tech giant to use audiobook files for machine learning training and models. Back in new week number 110, I wrote about UK-based startup Eleven Labs and its eerily good text-to-voice model. NASA's Curiosity rover has found the clearest evidence yet of an ancient lake on Mars. At the foothills of a Martian mountain, the rover discovered rocks etched with what appear to be the marks left by flowing water. If a lake did exist on Mars, it raises the probability that the planet was once home to microbial life forms. Humans of Earth. Key metrics here to help you keep track of Project Human. The global population stands at 8.016 billion. Earth's currently needed stands at 1.79. The global population vaccinated against COVID stands at 63.8%. The 2023 progress bar stands at 12%. And on this day, the 15th of February 1946, the world's first electronic general purpose computer, ENIAC, is launched at the University of Pennsylvania in Philadelphia. Next human, thanks for listening this week. The human impulse towards self-enhancement, towards the transcension of physical, intellectual and emotional limits is eternal. Now that impulse is colliding with powerful new technologies of genetic manipulation. Via those technologies, Are we about to see the emergence of fundamentally new kinds of human beings? What then for the thought that frames this newsletter, New World, Same Humans? 
I'll keep watching. And there's one thing you can do to help with that mission, and that's share. So now you've reached the end of this week's instalment, why not forward the email to someone else who'd also enjoy it or share it across one of your social networks with a note on why you found it valuable? Remember, the larger and more diverse the New World Same Humans community becomes, the better for all of us. I'll be back next week. Until then, be well. Thank you.